Hey, this is Heidi Dawson. If you love all things health and wellness and style of any kind, hang out here with me each week. I'm obsessed with never-ending improvement, and it's all in an effort to help each one of us live a wildly successful lifestyle. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing. Hi guys, welcome to episode 177 of the Wildly Successful Lifestyle Podcast. It is absolutely unbelievable to me that we are weeks away from the holidays. I mean, what in the world happened to this year? They say time flies when you're having fun. I mean, has this year been fun to you? (laughs) It's been something, but I don't know that fun's the word. Well, we're, we're still dealing with mask mandates in Memphis, and that alone makes things less fun, in my opinion. Now, my personal feeling is that if you want to wear one, you should. You know, but I am, for the most part, done complying with random mandates, which basically feel like virtue signaling. Now, that's only my opinion, and you may have a really different opinion, and I want you to know I respect your right to feel that way. And I'm glad we have different opinions. It keeps us on our toes. It keeps us having to look at both sides and evaluate like which feels right for us. But for me, for now, I'm happy with where I am and I'm doing my best to be part of the solution, not part of the problem. Well, we have got to be strong right now. We've got to stand up for ourselves. We have to stand up for our way of life. I talked about knowing what's true and what's not true in episode 174. And if something doesn't feel right, I don't think you should do it. But only you know what that is for you. We too also have to make sure that we're protecting our peace. And part of that is not getting so worked up about everything. You know, there's a lot to get worked up about. And if you look at everything all day, all long, all, you know, just focusing on that negative energy, you can get pretty worked up. I mean, we could be in a constant state of high anxiety easily right now. People are on edge. And part of that is because they feel like, Things are out of their control, maybe, but are they really? I mean, right now, for instance, you're listening to this. You're probably in a safe place. You're okay. Look around you. Look at your home, your community. Things are okay. They're not perfect, but they never are, and they never have been, and they aren't ever going to be. We, we would be bored silly if it was perfect anyway. Let's be honest. We all need a little excitement in our life now and then. But how do you respond, though, when something is happening that's causing you to maybe freak out a little bit or maybe freak out a lot? Do you ever feel yourself starting to do that, to freak out? Maybe something is happening or you're afraid of something happening in the future and your brain just starts going on overdrive, thinking of all the things that could go wrong and you feel yourself getting more worked up by the second. I'm kind of stressed out right now just talking about it. And a lot of it is because of what your brain is throwing at you in the form of thoughts. So I had a, I have a client right now, and we're renovating her bathroom. And her home is on a concrete slam fa- slab foundation. So we're having to cut concrete to get the plumbing in the right place. And I don't like doing that, but that is generally part of renovation design. Well, as it turns out, instead of her concrete in the bathroom being le- normal, like nine inches, in some areas... It's two feet deep. That's not good in a small space because it's not like you can get big equipment in there to to dig it up. And I knew and the contractor knew that this meant this was going to be an expensive fix in order to get our clients the design that we had actually envisioned and created. So I I started really worrying. I mean, all these thoughts came up like they're going to be so upset. Are they going to be mad at me? What if what if it's not fixable? What if we can't get deep enough to the dirt? I mean, we have their bathroom gutted. What are we going to (laughs) do? 
well, number one, I had to stop and take some breaths. And I thought, you know what? I always work from a place of integrity with my clients. Everything I do is done with their best interest in mind. And I always let them know ahead of time that in renovations, there are things that come up that are unexpected. That's a given. Now, this wasn't something I controlled or could have even predicted. So I was doing the best that I could with what we were given. Now, what I've trained myself to do is always, though, get ahead of it in my brain by asking, okay, what's the worst that can happen here? And is it manageable? All right. So worst case, and this is what I worked out. Worst case, we have to change out the tub and faucet so the drain lines up better with the old tub. I mean, is that what we want to do? No. Is that going to be a hassle? Yeah, it'd be a big hassle. The tub is already there. (laughs) But it is manageable. But I don't stop there. Like, I also visualize what the bathroom is going to look like once we overcome the problem and how excited and happy my clients are going to be when it's done. That's what I focus on because that's what I know is going to be the end result. And fortunately, I work with a wonderful contractor, and of course, they figured out the solution. And I also love learning, and so I learned something new this week. Sometimes when they're building a house, they'll just pour the excess concrete in the closest area of the slab because, well, why wouldn't they, right? They're getting rid of concrete. (laughs) So that is, if it's something that comes up in the future, I'll know what to do. I'll know it's fixable. And that's great. But I also knew that the worst case scenario was manageable. And that freed me up to focus on the task at hand, which was making my client feel confident that it's going to work out just fine and the end product is going to be spectacular. And they'll forget all about this hiccup. I mean, I've seen it happen too many times. Once you're enjoying the beauty of the new space, you forget all about the pain of going through it. Anyone ever delivered a baby? (laughs) I hear that's the same thing, right? And ultimately, we have to put it in perspective, right? A lot of research has shown that a whopping 91% of our fears and worries never even happen anyway. 91%. I think we could all use a little bit of that knowledge right now. Whatever you're worrying about the most, the odds are good it's not even going to happen. I was talking to a friend last week, and he was coming. he's coming kind of to the finalization of his divorce. And he had so many fears going into it of what would happen with his kids, his business, his finances. You know, and guess what? He had a lot of things that he could worry about, and he was worrying about them. But he told me this week, you know, almost none of those fears that I had came to fruition. He was freaking himself out, and none of the worst fears came true. We all do it. Our brain was basically programmed to look for danger, so we do. But the good news is we can also control that and get out ahead of it. So there are five things that I consider when I'm starting to spiral due to a problem, okay? So these are these are my top five things I do. Number one, I get out ahead of it. Like what's the worst that can happen and how would I manage that if it did happen? So I, there was a there's a story of a girl who was worried sick about losing everything because she's been putting a lot of money into a new business. And when she really started it out, you know, thinking what is the worst that could happen, it was losing her home, her money, and having to move back in with her parents. Now that wasn't ideal and it wouldn't be fun, but it was manageable. And that helped her to calm down and be able to focus on her business, knowing that she can happen even she can handle it even if the worst thing happened. So your brain wants to go to the worst case scenario anyway. So you could just go there and feel it and realize, you know, you're probably not going to die and the sun's going to come up tomorrow, but don't stay there. I mean, think it all the way through if you want, but do not stay in that negative thought. All right. Number two, 
put yourself in the shoes of the other person. Let's say you have um, a situation or a scenario going on with someone that you're freaking out about it, okay? We imagine people as being unreasonable when most of the time they're not. The most important thing is communication. I mean, my clients know we had no way of knowing that concrete was that deep and we were keeping them informed so they knew what was going on and that we were going to fix it no matter what. So keep the communication going and people can generally accept and deal with anything that comes up, especially when you're coming from a place of integrity. You never have to apologize for doing what's right or being honest. Okay, number three, sometimes you're in a situation where you can step outside of the scenario and pretend like it's your best friend or sister having the same issue or brother, whatever. What advice would you tell them to calm them down? I mean, give yourself the same advice as you would your best friend. We're much meaner to ourselves than we would be a friend, hopefully anyway. (laughs) I wish that weren't true, but unfortunately it is. I mean, if you take yourself out of the equation and imagine someone close to you was going through it instead, think about what you would tell them of how to handle it. It really helps to put it in perspective. Um, I also have, have learned to gauge it. Number four is gauge it. Is this something that I'll be worried about in a week, a month, a year? Most of the time, you'll have forgotten it by the next day. So be honest with yourself. Engage the situation honestly. So many times we overreact. And finally, number five, I've started imagining my day before it happens. Okay, I imagine my meetings and how I want them to go and how I want to show up. It's kind of like a dress rehearsal for the day. And I'll sometimes even consider things I'll say if certain issues come up. Now, we have to be careful not to create things, but being prepared and having visually walked through your day is one of the best things I've done for myself in a while, especially if you have a big meeting you're anxious about. Visualize how you'll show up how you want the whole meeting to go, walk through it. You'll be surprised how often it turns out, just as you imagined. So my challenge to you this week is to pick one day and visually walk through the whole day exactly as you want it to go. From the minute you get up to the time you go to sleep, your morning routine, your workout, your meetings, your interactions with family or coworkers, visualize exactly how you want it to go, exactly exactly how you plan to show up. You can even think of anything that could come up and how you'll address it. A lot of times our anxiety comes from the unknown. And by visualizing it ahead of time, you'll have already done it once. So you're getting out ahead of it. I love you guys and I'll talk to you in a few days. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends because we're just going to keep going bigger and better places together. And I love that about us. Talk to you in a few days.